0: We're talking today with Amador Fire Protection Chief uh, Rob Withrow. Rob, welcome.
1: Thank you. Glad to be here. Uh, let's just
0: start off this interview. Uh, we're going to talk later on about the benefit assessment that has been in the news lately and people are talking about. But just what is Amador Fire Protection
1: District? What, sure. what is Amador Fire Protection? District? Sure. So we are an all risk fire department, obviously here in Amador County. We protect uh, 491 square miles of the unincorporated areas of Amador County. Um, we also protect the city of Plymouth via contract, a, a cooperative contract. Um, what I mean by all risks, Jim, is we respond to all types of emergencies, everything from any type of fire you can imagine to medical aids, traffic accidents, um, swift water rescue calls, hazardous material calls, etc. So anything you call 911 for, amateur fire is going to respond to and, and try to mitigate
0: all right so let's just start with this interview today what is the benefit assessment sure that everyone's talking about
1: so a benefit assessment there's very specific laws that um, govern and, and guide a benefit assessment it's a way for a special district a local government special district like ours and it doesn't pertain only to special districts, but in our case, um, that's what we are, that's how we're organized. And it's a way for us to generate revenue for a specific benefit. So uh, in this case, fire protection, you know, emergency response, et cetera. Gotcha, so is this, is this benefit assessment new? No, it's been in place since 1990. Um, most residents currently pay a assessment of $43 for their unit. Uh, when this was established, it was done prior to Proposition 218, which was uh, voted in by voters in the, I want to say, 1996, something like that, which changed. And we can get into that a little bit uh, more in detail if you want later. Well,
0: Rob, on. when was AFPD established?
1: 1990. So yeah. this came into effect right when AFPD... And how did AFPD come about? Through consolidation of much smaller agencies. I forget the four. I want to say it was the original volunteer fire departments that consolidated were Willow Springs, Defender Silver Lake, um doggone it, maybe River Pines and Pine Grove. I think okay. those four were the original um, predecessor agencies and then others followed uh, shortly thereafter.
0: And what we should also let people know is uh I know we this is not the Amador County, no
1: fire. That's a. This great, is
0: not a county.
1: No, that is a great point. We are a, we are what's known as a special district. We're a dependent special district, which means um, we have additional oversight on how we're organized. Mm-hmm. One example of that is uh, we share the same board. Our board of directors is made up of the board of supervisors.
0: So this would be very uh, similar to like, ACRA, because Accra is – it's they JPA with the cities and it's, so it's forth. It's similar, yeah. Even though it's Amador County Recreation. Right. Yeah, it's similar to that. They yes. do that. So yep. All right. Yep. Uh, so that would bring about another question for you. So does everybody in Amador County pay this fee? Because I, I live in the city of Jackson, and yeah.
1: I don't recall this fee. No. That's a great question. The only – don't, this fee only applies to those residents that live within the jurisdictional boundaries of the Amateur fire protection district, so that 's the majority of the unincorporated areas, but not all of it, for example. Uh, around Lake Comanche, the Jackson Valley area, you have a special district, the Jackson Valley Fire Protection District. Mm-hmm. You know, the incorporated cities have their own fire departments. Gotcha. Lockwood is its own fire district. So if you live within those jurisdictions, uh, you are not paying this fee. So could Lockwood say, we want to become part of AFPD, or could Jackson Valley say, we want to become part of it? They could. Um, it's a, that It sounds a lot easier than it actually sure, is, sure. but... Yeah, certainly, and that city of Jackson could become a member of it. Then it could a, anybody could, but there's a there is a a very very involved process in right. that,
0: and there's no mandate that says no, anybody has to absolutely join. Absolutely not, it.
1: and um, and frankly, Jim, there's, there's all that stuff has to be um, truly weighed out. Is there a benefit to it? You mm-hmm. know, bigger isn't mm-hmm. always better. Yeah. So
0: was it was it voted on by the the residents of those districts to form AFPD?
1: I believe it was, but I'm not positive. That was mm-hmm. a little before. I didn't come into the fire service till 1991. So okay, yeah. gotcha. So when was the last time this was increased? So the the base fee has never been increased. Um, we and have that base
0: fee was I think you said it, it was earlier. Like I don't want to
1: say the original fee was thirty dollars or something like that. Um, but the reason it has gone up some is because of the consumer price index. The board in previous years has elected or approved to increase it by as much as 2% mm-hmm. depending mm-hmm. as long as it matches that CPI. So
0: why can't this just be uh I know a lot of the 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 blowback and we talked to Kayla about this last week I think when she was on the air. Mm-hmm. Uh why can't there just be a you know a flat fee and 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 why is this so uh, you know complicated the yeah. assessment process of it?
1: Yeah, and you know <laughs> And that's, a, that's an excellent question, and, and every town hall meeting, every interaction we have, that question comes up. The short answer is, no, we can't do a flat fee because it's illegal. With the passage of Proposition 218, there was a lot of stipulations put in place that said it has to be assessed for each specific property sure. based on the benefit they're receiving. And that's why you mentioned Proposition 218 earlier. Yeah, in this, right. In that's this right. Yeah.
0: So if, if you're successful… Yes, and from what I understand, it just has to get of uh, one vote over 50%, right? That's right, yeah. not of, the a, yeah, of, yeah. of the return ballots. Yeah, of the return ballots.
1: And those ballots have been mailed out? Yes, they and went out. Have all been
0: mailed out to everyone?
1: Yes, there's a couple discrepancies with addresses that will get cleaned up mm-hmm. or maybe some name changes that need to occur. But, yes, the vast majority have been uh, mailed out. And they went out on May 26th. I believe it was a Friday.
0: If someone gets a ballot and goes, "Hey, wait a second, I, I, I thought I was covered by right Jackson or the Ione Friday. I own I sure. what, what's this AFP? I did not know anything about yeah, this.
1: Sure. Uh, they would just call the office. Has that has that happened? Absolutely. yeah, and those mm-hmm. are all valid questions, yeah absolutely. so but
0: someone's been paying this on their tax bill since 1990.
1: Yeah, but they haven't we've had that question, but nobody has been within this that I'm aware of at this point that's been within the city limits or another jurisdiction that's getting the bill.
0: Right, but, that, okay. but what I'm saying is, are people who live outside of the city? Let's say I live outside of the city of Jackson,
1: mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden I get one of these, mm-hmm. and I go, I
0: didn't know I was AFP. I
1: thought city of Jackson always came. Well, like me, I, that's a great question, but like I said, they've been paying that assessment since 1990. Right, so, so yeah.
0: why would, yeah. I mean, right. again, this is... I think you need to hammer home this is this is not new. No, we, this is since 1990 you've been
1: paying this. Yeah, absolutely and what we're asking for is an increase and we've tried to we've tried to make that increase
0: So if you're surprised yeah. it's because you're not paying attention to your tax billboard or anything. Un, un, yeah, that's probably the cold <laughs> hard truth. I you hate to I mean? say, yeah. yeah, sure. But so if if you are successful, I, I interrupt you. It's if okay. you are successful, uh you know, where's this Extra money going to go and yeah. what does that bring your budget up to and so forth right you
1: know? so currently let me let me let me attack that question in pieces if I could go ahead so the first part is we currently raise about six hundred and forty thousand dollars a year from our current uh, benefit assessment mm-hmm. should we be successful with this increase we anticipate that amount increasing by about four hundred thousand dollars that increase our our plan is to use sixty percent of that to go towards salaries. And I want to talk about that. Our entry level firefighters right now come to work full time career firefighters for just over $16 an hour. And that's, I'm not, you know, I understand that's still money yeah. and real money. Yeah. I get it. But that's nothing. You're, you know, minimum wage is, I think, 15, 15 an hour or 1550 yeah. now. So um, we're just trying to get that raised up a little bit, and to I want to be clear about something. We're not trying to compete with Sac Metro Fire or you know other larger jurisdictions. that's not appropriate. We're just trying to provide a living wage right here respective to Amador County, if you will. So we, we anticipate committing 60 percent of those funds to Better salaries for our firefighters, engineers, captains, etc., and then forty percent of that will assist us with our operating costs, fuel, apparatus replacement, those types of things.
0: So I'm going to hit you with with a hard ball here. Sure. Hmm. So Rob Withrow becomes chief of AFPD. Gets in there, and all of a sudden he wants to uh, have an assessment here and give himself a raise. Yeah, no. He hasn't this- even been in the
1: job for a year. <laughs> yeah. No, I um, – quite honestly, that's a, I'm glad you asked me that, frankly. I should have – that's a great question. So, no, this is not my – I support the benefit assessment. I'm going to do everything in my power to um, see it through. But this was started by my predecessor. And no part of this assessment goes to me getting any kind of a pay raise. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my salary is set. There, there isn't an issue with recruiting and retaining fire chiefs. As an example of that, Jim, I'm the fourth fire chief in the history of Amador Fire Protection District. Mm-hmm. Our challenge is keeping those firefighters. Right. And that's where those, right. those salaries will go to the line staff, not the fire chief. And, Thank you very much for asking me that. I do appreciate that. Because
0: I think, I, if I remember right, uh, Walt White may have tried to get this started before COVID, even. I mean, cause they were kind of rumblings about it. Because I remember they came and talked to us yeah. uh, one t- one Friday at uh, the National when we were still doing our Friday yeah. show at the National, yeah, pre COVID, and it was just kind of starting. They were they were just kind of touching the, you yes. know, towing the water on it. How do you think? And
1: yeah, so I. So this yeah. is
0: something that's been in the works for...
1: It is. And I, and I have to believe, you know, um, other... I'm sure, you know, everybody's got to generate additional revenue. Costs are not going down. It's very... For me personally, I find this one of the most uncomfortable parts about being fire chief is asking people for hard-earned right. money, you know. But I'm not doing my diligence if I don't... Do that. We've got to keep the lights on. We've got to keep people on the fire engines, and frankly, not just our career staff. Um, this supports our volunteer staff as well. Volunteer yeah. firefighters um, are a big part of our operation, and, and becoming a bigger part every day. But they're not free. There's cost to equip them, um, train them, etc. So it's all interrelated. And uh, it's, it's it's extremely important for our where,
0: success. Where would the other forty percent go towards?
1: So that was those are operating costs such as purchasing fuel for the apparatus, mm-hmm. you know, replacing an equipment replacement plan, um, funding that. Um, what does a fire engine cost? So conservatively, a brand new fire engine right now on the low end would be about five hundred and fifty thousand, and that can go anywhere from there. Um, but I would say in the window between five hundred thousand to seven hundred thousand. how
0: often do you have to replace them so is is there a set you know do you have a look
1: there is there's an industry standard a frontline fire engine should be in service for 20 years but quite frankly jim there's a lot of variables to that sure Um, how well it's maintained the type of terrain it's responding in um, the type of people operating it so on and so forth you can stretch them out farther than that but there does come a point when they're past their service life and they either need to be Completely refurbished or just replaced.
0: I mean, put on your old Cal Fire
1: hat. I mean, those engines must take a lot of. They do beating. I yeah, mean, yeah. Cal Fire. Um, there's a lot of um, thresholds that have to be met to replace apparatus in yeah. Cal Fire, but obviously a much bigger pool as well. So,
0: of the six hundred thousand dollar current budget, yes, sir. How much of that goes to so our budget salaries and stuff? So
1: yeah. So far. right now, if you combine all of our revenue sources together. And this is something I'm, I was very pleased to learn. We're in a healthy spot in the sense that we commit roughly 80% of our revenues to salaries and 20% to operating. Mm-hmm. And that's what most um, – that's kind of the industry standard. That's a sure. healthy spot for your budget. So
0: so you said you,
1: firefighters start at 16-something an hour. What will they come up to, Rob? And we haven't, That's going to depend on the exact number. Um, we'll base that percentage because, you know – again everybody's being not everybody but there's different assessment amounts we got to see you know what that's actually going to generate and uh, i didn't want to put the cart before the horse per se yeah Um, yeah. once we have that number we know what it is and it's solid uh then we'll determine those those pay rates
0: so how's the voting how's the voting work you mailed out ballots yep on may
1: 26th okay and so how's this so they return them yeah they return they mail them back in they have until uh, July 18th, and I forget the time. Is it 10.30 in the morning? So they have to turn them in by 10.30 a.m. July the 18th, mm-hmm. and... Um,
0: so there's a lot of talk also yep. um, that... You're going to count the ballots. That that
1: the oh, AFPD no, will be counting yeah. the the ballots when they come in. No, that's not true. Yeah, We can't do that. There'll be a third party that comes into this. That yeah.
0: Okay, that's good. Well, I mean, cause absolutely. That's, yeah, because that's a question. I mean, yeah. people have, have that's brought a legit,
1: that. Up. That's a legitimate question. Absolutely, and no, that is not the case, and we're not allowed to do that yeah. for obvious reasons.
0: So the big question then would be, if this doesn't pass, mm-hmm. what what next? Are we going to see? a mass exodus of firefighters leave the county is are there you know other ones coming up that
1: want to be firefighters what what will happen what will happen to afpd you know if this doesn't pass that would that'll be a setback to a certain extent it will prevent us from moving certain programs forward etc but If PD is going to be here, we're always going to be here. Uh We're always going to do the best with what we have. We're just simply asking the community that we serve, and I understand they're feeling the same pressure as we are, that, hey, our, our costs are going up. The cost of business is going up. We want to provide you the highest level of fire protection that's reasonably possible. Again, commensurate with our communities, our demographics, et cetera. And we're just asking for the community to help us keep pace with those increases
0: how many years has it been since you've had the increase now you said 1990 yeah. yeah it came out so. the
1: fee was set the base fee was set in 1990 it's gone up a little bit over the years it's currently forty three dollars and here we are thirty three years later um, so can you set it to go up you know
0: as the index goes up? It, yeah. It goes up? You can't up, set but...
1: it to go up, no. It has no. to be evaluated every year. Because it's an assessment district? Right. And it has to be evaluated, and that consumer price index determines the maximum we could ever raise it would be 3%. Sure. That doesn't mean we're automatically raising it 3%, and the board has to evaluate that every year and approve it. Gotcha. And remember. the board is? Our board of directors is also the board of supervisors okay. for our county. Yeah. And, and they meet? It's separate, yep. right? Absolutely. Yeah, they during... wear two hats. Yeah. Gotcha. And that's part of that dependent special district. That's part of that additional oversight, if you will.
0: Well, Chief Withrow, thank you very much for uh, being with us today and answering. Hope we've answered uh, questions that uh, our listeners uh, have had. You know, have uh, If someone has some questions or wants to speak to you or maybe invite you to come to Uh, some organization or group, uh, maybe even a coffee
1: clutch to talk. Would you be willing to do that? Of course. Yeah, we're doing Mm -hmm. that weekly right now, and I'm happy Uh to do it. And I'll say this. I want to say a couple things in closing. Number one is I'm not here to tell people how to vote. That's not my role as fire chief. But what I am trying to do is inform the community as much as I can so when they do vote, it's at least an informed vote, if Mm -hmm. you will. So if I haven't answered their questions or the district hasn't answered their questions, by all means, Give us a call at the office. The number is 209-223-6391. And we will gladly answer your questions. I'll meet with you. We'll get the engineer to meet with you. Whatever is required to resolve your your issue. And if we've got it wrong, if your assessment is wrong, we're, we're accounting for something that's incorrect, please reach out to us. We want to get this right.
0: Before we wrap um, this up, let's go just circle back here to something. You said engineer. You've mm-hmm. said this a couple of times. Now, when you say engineer to me, I
1: think someone on the fire. Yeah, truck. no, yeah, yeah. This is not so. And <laughs> no, we had to hire a third party, an outside consultant, because Proposition Two Eighteen is so um, specific, for lack of a better term, that we don't have the expertise to to do that. And these are these are amounts that they came up with. Yes, correct. Yeah, that they're okay. using they're using all kinds of inputs to determine the assessment rate. Sure. And um, these are tried and true methods. These, uh, this particular firm we're using SCI, um, is uh, you know very well versed in this process. Mm -hmm. They've 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 assisted with these benefit assessments up and down the state for several years. A lot of what we're doing. Remember, I believe it was the Howard Jarvis Tax Association that um, wrote the legislation for Prop 218. So, um, in an attempt to remain compliant with that legislation. I think all special districts, or at least certainly ones our size, have to hire an outside third party entity to to follow those rules and make sure we're compliant and set those rates. So I, I,
0: I interrupted you when you were giving the numbers. If someone wants to get hold of you or yeah. invite you to come speak. Absolutely. Uh, and the engineer, when he says the engineer, that's actually the firm, the engineering yeah, if there's firm, an answer I guess if, is
1: that's why you use engineer. That's right. If there's if I can't we don't have the answer in the office. Mm-hmm. We are actually gonna put them in touch and we've done that several times yeah. with the person that's engineering these fees and they will answer their questions. They're happy right. to do it.
0: And folks have until the seventh or pardon me, the eighteenth of July. Of July. So seven eighteen. Ten thirty
1: uh, A.M. July eighteenth is the last time to cast your ballot. The phone number to our office for Amateur Fire is two zero nine two two three six three nine one. Please call us if you have questions. Happy to help you walk through it. All right. Chief Withrow, thanks for coming in today. Thank you, Jim. I appreciate it.